And it'll come from the right hand of Alex Neff. As she's ready to go in the circle, stepping into the plate. In the right-handed batter's box is Emily Hockstadter, and we are ready to go. First pitch coming at 5.54, and it's in there for a strike. Count is 0-1. Pitch to Hockstadter from Neff. Pulled foul. And the count is 0-2. Central Lady Rebels on the season. They're four and three. Late start to the season. If you were tuning into our earlier contest, it's the 0-2 pitch, missing low and inside. Coach Kai mentioned that, brought up the fact that Central, a lot of their key players on this team, missed the off-season portion because they were out at the final four for Central basketball. This one hit in the air, center field, straight away, and it's over the head of Kelsey Polite and down for a base hit. Into second, standing up with a double is Hockstatter. She got all of that. Kelsey Polite probably could have had a chance at it if she was playing in straight up center field, but was playing very very favorably to the pole side. And because of that, when it just so barely hooked into right center field, there was no chance Polite was going to be able to track that one down. Here comes Daniel King to the plate with a runner on second. Nobody out top of the first inning. But you look at players for this central squad, and you don't have to look any further than the middle third of the order. Or the middle of the order. Miles in three spot. Cosby in the cleanup spot. Dishbein batting fifth. Those three players were all players on the Central Lady Rebels basketball team that finished in third place this year in Class 4. Bunt shown by King. It's a good one up the third baseline. McClanahan's only plays the first. Nice snatch by Chloe Dishbein as it was away from her. Or excuse me, that was actually the second baseman, Portel, covering the bag still. Had to use every bit of her frame to pull that one in. And it's an out at first. Hockstetter advances to third on the play. A little small ball coming from the Potosi Lady Trojans. Top of the first inning, one down. Here comes Jade Williams. Hammers it. Left field, deep. No doubt about it, it's gone. A two-run blast from Jade Williams to left field. And she uncorks a 2-0 lead for the Potosi Lady Trojans. We saw a couple of home runs in our first contest from St. Genevieve as a bit of a home run celebration at home plate as Jade Williams jumps on the home plate. The whole entirety of the Potosi Lady Trojans dugout that came out to greet her kind of just trust falls backwards onto each other like a hand grenade released. And that will draw Taylor Guile, the head coach of the Central Lady Rebels, out into the circle to have a conversation with her team. A 2-0 lead for Potosi, which is double the runs that Potosi got in the April 3rd contest between them and Central. The game ended early in, or excuse me, the same amount of runs that they got. They got two runs in the third inning of that game, but they were facing a different pitcher. It was Alexia Pape who got the draw for the Central Lady Rebels. Hit hard on the left-hand side. Off the glove of the third baseman, McClanahan, past Sidney Miles in the left field for a base hit. Gracie Lawson squares that one up. It just got across the glove of McClanahan and tried to quickly stab it at third base. We'll call it a base hit. And then I'll bring Bryan to the plate. Lily Bryan digs into the right-handed batter's box. Hit hard, but foul up the third baseline. 
And it seems like Neff, who in that contest between West County and Central, was able to find the strike zone and get outs, here in our game is having a bit of a tough time getting outs, like we mentioned. It seems like Potosi's got a really good read on what she's throwing. Count is 0-1 to Bryant. The pitch golfed at. Left center field, carrying, but there with it is Kelsey Poli. She's got it in the gap, trotting back to first is Lawson, two down. The wind has calmed down a little bit here at Leon's Field, home of the St. Genevieve Dragons, still blowing from somewhere between left to right field and to straightaway center, depending on which direction it's heading at that exact moment. Here comes Shannon Riddle to the plate with one on and two down. Pulls this one up the third baseline. Picked up in foul territory. And we'll do it all again. Ella McClanahan touched it up as it bounced foul just before she got to it. Count is now 0-1 to Shannon Riddle. Shannon Riddle was 0-1 with a hit-by-pitch in the regular season battle between these two teams and give her a hit one for one in this contest a pop-up to shallow left field hugging the line and it's just so ever barely fair trotting into second base is gracie lawson that was at the right field she had a chance to push for third but that would have been a short throw from mcmillan to mcclanahan to try to get lawson out of third if she did dare to take another bag so two on one in scoring position, and Logsdon up to the plates. Pitch to her, misses upstairs for a ball. The 1-0. Popped up, foul territory into the netting. One and one, your count. Going back to what I was saying before about the players for Central who missed the offseason part, it was a quick turnaround to start the season. Saturday, after their third-place game, sometimes Saturday evening, I imagine, they returned home to Park Hills. They had a brief practice on Sunday. And then their first game was on Monday right here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. Swing and a miss, strike three. And down on strikes goes Logsdon for the third and final out in the top of the first inning. But Potosi strikes first. They get two runs off of four hits, including a big one from Jade Williams to left field. But they leave two stranded. 2 nothing Potosi through half an inning of play. We'll see the Central Lady Rebels come to the plate for the first time when we return after this on AM 1240 KFMO. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. It's back! What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The Pretzel Crust Pizza at Little Caesars. 
Ah, so customers can once again enjoy a pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum! Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Central Lady Rebels coming up to the plate for the first time this game. We'll bring you their starting lineups here. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agents, David Scott Haggerty, Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the Parkland since 1955. Alexis Portel will lead things off. She's the second baseman for Central. The two-hitter playing center field, it's Kelsey Poli. Batting third, the shortstop, Sidney Miles. In the cleanup spot, it's Cadence Cosby, the catcher. Chloe Dishbein plays first base. She'll be batting fifth. Zoe Ray's the designated player. She'll be batting in place of the pitcher, Alex Neff. Playing third base, batting seventh, Ella McClanahan. The eight-hitter playing left field, J.C. McMillan. And across from her and right is Alexia Pape to round out the order. Bunt is shown by Portel. Barrel pulled back. It's taken for a strike. First pitch was a ball. Counts it's one and one. Again, it's Alexis Portel. Kelsey Polite. Sydney Miles, Cadence Cosby, Chloe Dishbein, Zoe Ray, Ella McClanahan, J.C. McMillian, McMillian, and Alexia Pape. The lineup for the Central Lady Rebels. Bunt up the third baseline. It's a good one. Snow cone by King. Throw to first. Not in time as it's beaten out by Alexis Portel. And she is on with a leadoff single in the bottom of the first inning. I'll bring Kelsey Poli to the plates. You met Daniel King at third. Let's bring you the fielding alignment for the Potosi Lady Trojans. Shannon Riddles in left field. Emily Hockstadter in center with Mackenzie Pritchett in right field. Around the horn, it's Daniel King at third. Gracie Lawson at short. Kaylee Logston at second. And Jade Williams at first behind the dish. Lily Bryan and Ava Wright is in the circle. Pitch into Poli. Misses for a ball. Portel off and running. She'll swipe second as Lily Bryan can't handle it on the transition. The 1-0. Bunt shown. Popped up behind home plate. Not enough airtime under it for Lily Bryan to catch up. And the count isn't even 1-1. One and one. Well, that was actually an out. It was an 0-2 count. And fouling it off 0-2 was Polite. Ball gets away from the catcher. As Polite advances to third base. Pitch misses on the inside, or the outside rather, for a ball to City Miles. And the count is 2-0. The 2-0. Called a strike. 2-1 and one your counts. Same umpiring crew as we had for game one, but flipped. Kevin Kemp is now behind the plate with Kyle Marler. 
doing the umpiring duties in the field. The 2-1. Hammered. Left field. Deep. And it will one-hop the fence in left field as Portel scores easily. Miles with a big turnaround second. She'll stay there with an RBI double to cut that 2-0 Potosi Trojan lead in half. 2-1 your score. Brings Cadence Cosby to the plate. And this is the part of the order where the Central Rebels have shown what they're capable of this season. This is a really good Central ball club, offensively speaking. The question all year, and it still remains after that first inning from Neff, is do they have the pitching that can keep opposing offenses in check enough to give them a chance? And so far, it's a question that still remains to be seen. First pitch misses for a ball to Cosby. The 1-0. Misses for ball two. Nice job behind the dish by Brian to keep a hold of that one, not let it get past her. But this is a central ball club that's averaging the second most amount of runs per game this season amongst any of the teams that we'll see. Pulled on the left side, threw for a base hit into left field. Big turnaround third from Sydney Miles. She'll come home. The throw is cut off. And in there safely to tie us up is Sydney Miles as Cosby advances to second. They had a chance to get Cosby at second base. The throw was cut off. But they kind of just held it instead of throwing a second and seeing if they can get Cosby on the throw. Rule it a single, advancing to second on the throw, and here comes Dishbein to the plate. Open stance in the right-handed batter's box four. Closes it off slightly, and here comes the pitch. Pulls it up the third baseline, off the end of the glove of King. Rolls into foul territory, only plays the short way to third. Not in time. Cosby slides into third base. They have to throw it to Lawson and hope she could apply the swipe tag in time. She wasn't able to do so. Call that a single on the left-hand side. Infield single. It was a tough play for King to try to handle. If it got past her, that's in the left field easily. It was hit harder that way. Comes Zoe Ray to the plate with runners at the corners. One out, bottom of the first inning. Shows bunt. Pulls the barrel back. Taking four strikes. Snap throw down to third to see if they can get Cosby leading off the bag. She's not as dish bind. Swipe second. Digs back in with an open stance in the right-handed batter's box. The 1-0. Outside 2-0. But on the season so far, Central is averaging 9.7 runs per game, which only trails the Valley Catholic Warriors. We're averaging upwards of 12 runs per game. That's an insane number. Hit hard on the ground towards third. King goes home with it. Brian turns, tags. But not in time. Cosby beats it out from third. And the Central Lady Rebels have taken the lead 3-2. to two. Safe on the fielder's choice is Zoe Ray. Nishbein moved to third on the play as well. So again, runners at the corners with McClanahan up at the plate. Pitch gets away from the catcher. Brian Dishbein into home standing up. Probably should have slid, but she elected not to, and she's lucky that Brian wasn't able to beat her on the tag. Wild pitch scores a run as Ray moves to second. And here comes the head coach of the Potosi Lady Trojans, Mariah Coleman, in her second season. 
four and nine is Potosi on the year so far. And she's having a conversation with her whole infield here. Central Lady Rebels have committed just one out in the bottom of the first inning and otherwise have flipped the script on the Potosi Lady Trojans. When this inning began, it was a two-run lead for Potosi. Central now leads by two. Potosi, they've been doing a better job scoring runs of late down the stretch here, but offense has been their struggle this season. Averaging just under five runs per game. Bit shy and outside, missing for a ball. 2-0, your count. The 2-0. And that got her. That got a piece of Ella McClanahan. And she will take first base. Brings J.C. McMillan to the plate. McMillan will dig into the right-handed batter's box. Checks the wristband as she gets out some instruction from Taylor Guile, head coach of the Central Lady Rebels. Playing up in the box a little bit. Open stance. And the first pitch to her high and outside. Nice job by Brian to pop out of her stance and snag that one before it goes to the backstop. Want to know your count. One away, bottom of the first inning. Alexia Pape is due up next, and that is once through the order for the Central Lady Rebels if we see her. The 1 0. Upstairs, 2 0. Here comes the pitch. Golfed up the third base line, but foul. Touched in foul territory by Daniel King. And the count now slides two and one. You wonder if you're central, if it's going to be Neff again for the second inning, or if we'll see them make a pitching change. Like we said before, they went through three different pitches the last time we saw them, still just trying to find who their pitcher is going to be. Fouled back. Two and two. You've got McClanahan at first, Ray at second, and one away in the bottom of the first inning. Two strike count on McMillian. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch to her. Taking all the way and painting the low outside corner is Ava Wright, and there's two down in the bottom of the first inning. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. They are the ideal choice for glasses, contacts, and suitable eye health since 1966. Smack back up the middle into center field for a base hit. They will hold Ray at third, and now, hang on, big turnaround first from Pape. She heads the second base, but there's nobody covering the bag at first base. Pritchett in right field maybe would have been the closest, and if she did come on, they certainly could have had a rundown at first base with Alexia Pape closer to second base at that point. Again, Pritchett was too deep in right field to warrant a throw to her. And with that, it's just going to be a loud single up the middle. But Pape, without looking home, was thinking Zoe Ray was just going to push home and second base was going to be open. Sliced back in into the netting. Now, again, with nobody covering first, she can take a big turn around first base, but I mean, she was close enough. She could have borrowed a stick of gum from McClanahan out at second base, potentially. 
Portel in the left-handed batter's box awaiting the pitch as this is her second time up. So we are once complete through the order. Count is 0-2. This begins the second time through the order. The 0-2. Missing for a ball. One ball and two strikes your count. Single on a bunt up the third baseline for Portel. That's her day so far. The 0-2. Check swing and fought off foul. Things off the top of the pole next to the third base dugout where the Central Lady Rebels are calling home today. And right, set, and the pitch. Outside part of the plate missing for a ball. Twice now, Lily Bryan tried to frame that outside part of the plate but can't get the call. The 2-2 from Ava Wright. Here it comes once again. Outside for a ball, 3-2. and two. Really good at bat. And holding up the sign, 3-2 is Portel. She's running up the line. She thought that was ball four. And Portel's going to have to get the bat handed back to her by Kelsey Poli. The 3-2. Fought off foul. The setback continues. It's about to be the eighth pitch of the at-bat. Eva Wright searching for that elusive third and final out to end the inning. And it won't come here. Ball four, low and away. It will walk home. Zoe Ray, and she touches up, and it's a 5-2 lead for the Central Lady Rebels. Things could go from bad to worse as you're getting back into the heart of the order for the Central Lady Rebels. Kelsey Poli, their center fielder, digs in. First pitch to her, fouled straight back. Got McClanahan at third, Pape at second, Portel at first. Count is 0-1 on Kelsey Poli, who fouled out on a bunt. Leo one. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. One and one now your count. Things could get really bad if you get any further in the order because, as I mentioned before, Miles, Cosby, and Dishbein can all hammer some baseballs. Fouled back. Count sits one and two to Kelsey Polite. Central Lady Rebels have put up five runs so far in this bottom of the first inning to build a 5-2 lead. They're looking to add to it even with two outs. Won't come here, though. Kelsey Polite swung on and missed out in front of the off-speed pitch, and Ava Wright sends her down on strikes. But the Central Lady Rebels, they get five runs off of five hits. No errors from Potosi, and they leave the bases loaded. 5-2 to two your score through one inning of play. Pritchett, Wright, and Hockstetter do up for Potosi when we return after this on AM 1240 KFMO. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, 
Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Top of the second inning we go, and it's the Potosi Lady Trojans finding themselves trailing 5-2 to two to the Central Lady Rebels. Count is 2-0 and oh to the leadoff fitter in this inning for Potosi. Mackenzie Pritchett, 8-9-1 and one due up as she fights this one off foul. 2-1 and one your count. Pulled on the left-hand side, underneath the glove of McClanahan. There's Miles at short with it, though. Throw to first, and out at first base is Chloe Dishpine as her foot slid off the bag, but I think it still had a piece of the bag. At least that's what the infield umpire in today's contest, Kyle Marler, says. And nonetheless, it'll go in the books as a ground out 6-3. Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door. We've got a final. Out in Valley Catholic, 17-7. to The Valley Catholic Warriors down the Bismarck Lady Indians. And they will move on to the semifinal round where they will face the winner of Game 2 over there between West County and Arcadia Valley. Breaking ball that loops its way home for a ball. One and one your count to Ava Wright. After Wright, we head back to the top of the order. The one-one. Swings it one upstairs, and based on her reaction, she's not happy with that decision. Let go of the bat with her right hand and barked out something while shaking her right hand, too. She wasn't happy with herself. Here's the one-two. Stepping out of the way of that one was Ava Wright, and it still just barely missed her. Two and two, your count, as Ava Wright digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Open stance for her. Fouls this one back. Two balls, two strikes, your count still. Hockstetter due up next. Hockstetter got things going back in the top of the first inning for Potosi, an inning where they were able to plate two runs. Fouled into the netting once again. Two and two, your count. Right digs back in, and the 2-2 pitch. Missing low for a ball. Three and two with one away in the top of the second inning. And a 5-2 ball game that Central leads. 
Pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Dropping it is Cosby. She tosses on to first for Dishbein. Gets right out by a couple strides. That brings us back to the top of the order and Emily Hochstadter. Hochstadter had that double on a fly ball to center field. That probably would have been a single if they were playing her straight up. Let's see how Kelsey Poli aligns with her this time. She was playing very heavily over to pole. And right now she's playing her pretty much straight up in center field. Now taking a few steps to left. This one, left center field, there to make the play, J.C. McMillian, as she closes the gap for the third and final out to end the inning. Well, Kelsey Bowley might be looking around now like, I don't know where to play her at this point. Hit one to right center field, hit one to left center field. Don't worry, that time you got McMillian there to pick you up. One, two, three, go the Potosi Lady Trojans in order, and the Central Lady Rebels lead through an inning and a half, five to two. It's Miles, Cosby, and Dishbine due up for Central when we return after this. You're listening to KFO's coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament quarterfinal round. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishon on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978. For your auto, home, or business is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. count for Sydney Miles, a 5-2 ball game where Central leads Potosi as we welcome those of you who just heard the completion of the Valley Catholic Warriors victory over the Bismarck Lady Indians. Valley Catholic moving on to the semifinal round, which will be played here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. Pitch misses for a ball, 2-1 your counts. Misses high and outside, 3-1 now. Here's how we got to this point in the game. It was Potosi leading things off in the first inning with a double from Hochstetter, and Jade Williams would bring her and herself home on a two-run bomb to left field. Walk worked by Sydney Miles to lead off the bottom of the second inning. In the bottom of the first, Central would strike back, though. Alexis Portel would lead things off with a single. Sydney Miles would hit a double that would score Alexis Portel. Cadence Cosby would bring her home on a single. Cosby would advance to third on a single from Dishbein. Dishbein would move to third on fielder's choice, score on a wild pitch. That same fielder's choice would also score Cadence Cosby. Ray was the one who 
reached safely on the fielder's choice. Advanced the second on a wild pitch, moved to third on a single from McClanahan, and eventually would be walked home as Portell would work a walk. And that brought us to the 5-2 to two lead that we've got right now. Pitch misses for a ball. Miles swipes second base, so it's a runner in scoring position. Nobody out for Cadence Cosby, who's now worked a one-and-one count, taking a strike in the outside part of the plate. Miles at second. Ava Wright. The pitch, one and one. Popped up, playable on the infield right at the first baseman, Jade Williams. She barely has to move, and she's got it for out number one. It was just about a step inside the first base bag. And that will bring Chloe Dishbein to the plate. The pitch to Dishbein, swung on a miss. Counts it's 0-1. Dishbein on the day so far, singled on a hard ground ball to third baseman Daniel King. I just got past her. The 1-2. Swung on a miss. No, excuse me, he still had it up as 1-2. And up on the scoreboard is 1-2. That's just 0-2 now. Ava Wright. Draw set. And the 1-2 pitch. There is a swing and a miss. Strike three. Gets away from the catcher, Brian. She throws to first. Turning around third is Miles as she scampers from second to third. Thought about going home. Tried to draw the throw home from Jade Williams. But instead, Williams just trots across the diamond and gets Miles to head back. I'm bringing Zoe Ray to the plate. Open stance, right-handed batter's box. Ray grounded into a fielder's choice on the left side, her most recent time up. Takes pitch outside for a ball, 1-0. Miles, the pitch. Miles at third, the pitch to Ray, swung and a miss, 1-1. One Ava right in the circle. The 1-1 one, one from her. Swung and a miss on the outside. Now it goes 1-2. and two. two down in the bottom of the second inning. Ava right looking for a clean second frame. Momentarily on KFMO Sports Plus, we'll be sending it back to Jared Pettis as he'll be having coverage of the next game over there as that one misses for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. Between the West County Lady Bulldogs and the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers. Only two spots remain in the semifinals in the MAAA Conference Tournament. St. Genevieve and Valley Catholic have punched two of the four available tickets. Cold strike three on the outside part of the plate. And that will do it as Zoe Ray is down on strikes for the third and final out to end the second inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. And Sydney Miles is left stranded on third. Potosi with King, Williams, and Lawson do up when we return after this. Inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsco on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. 5-2 Central leads Potosi. 
Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank, always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Top of the third inning count is 1-0 and to Danielle King, who will lead things off. 2-3-4 and four, due up in the order. As this one, hot shot towards third. McClanahan knocks it down, across the diamond to first. Not in time. Daniel King beats it out. Going to call that one an error on McClanahan. Here's square in the glove. It wasn't a rocket shot at her. Probably one that even she'll admit she probably should have had. King is safe at first. This one a rocket shot to short. Miles to second for one. On to first double play. Sydney Miles snatched that one, and it was hit to her with plenty of time in the smooth double play. Gets King at second, Williams at first, and quickly there are two down in the top of the third inning. That was a rocket shot. That thing was smoked at Sydney Miles. That's why she is quickly... Even last year as a freshman, turned herself into one of the elite shortstops in our area. Fly ball, right field, and out is Gracie Lawson. And hello, how are you? Goodbye. A quick four-pitch, top of the third inning. 5-2 to two remains your score. Central leads Potosi on AM 1240 KFMO. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. First pitch hammered right center field over the reaching Emily Hochstadter. And it'll one-hop the fence for an extra base hit. And into second base standing up Ella McClanahan with a double. Brings J.C. McMillian up to the plate. 
Left fielder for the Central Lady Rebels. 0 for 1 in the game so far. Struck out looking her first time up. In the bottom of the third inning, 5-2 your score. Central out in front of Potosi. Here's the pitch. Slow roller up the third baseline. McMillian has a chance to beat this out. Throw across the diamond to first. And it's not in time. Safe at first base, J.C. McMillian. McClanahan waited on the throw from King. Took off when it came. And now she's at third base. Runners at the corners, nobody out. With Pape coming to the dish. Pape, one for one of the day so far. Singled on a hard ground ball right back up the middle. There is a monstrous gap for her in right center field. She shows bunt, pulls the barrel back, taken for a strike. McMillian takes second. Two in scoring position in the bottom of the third. Right. Set to the belt. The one High and outside, missing four ball. One ball, one strike, your count. They are really playing Poppy to pull in center field. And the right fielder, Pritchett, is playing about average right field. Maybe closer to the line than normally would. As this one hit on the ground, it starts in play, but then spins its way into foul territory. Down is one and two. Right? The one-two pitch. Swung on a miss on the outside part of the plate. Down on strikes is Pape for out number one in the bottom of the third inning. And here comes Alexis Portel. Singled on a bunt up the third baseline and worked a walk. She's one for one today. Pitch. High and outside missing four ball. Count is 1-0. Again, a huge gap in right center field, and this time it's to a lefty hitter in Lexus Portel. Takes the slapper approach, though, and fights it off foul. 1-1. One one. If she can get out in front of one, though, and bloop it over the head of Logsdan, or even into shallow right center field, let's see how far she can get. The 1-1, one, one. bunt, shown, barrel pulled back, taken for a ball, 2-1. and one. You've got McClanahan at third, McMillian at second, with one down in the bottom of the third inning. And the top of the order up for the Central Lady Rebels as well. Big opportunity for Central. The 2-1, slapped on the right-hand side, Logston's got it, only plays to first, it's in time to throw home, too late. As McClanahan crosses the plate, it's a 6-2 ball game favoring the Central Lady Rebels. McMillian advances to third on the play. Brings Kelsey Poli to the dish. She's 0 for 2 on the game so far, looking for her first hit. Was out on a foul ball, trying to bunt it, and struck out swinging. Upstairs, missing four ball, 1-0. Sydney Miles waiting her turn on deck. The 1 0. Missing low for a ball. 2 0. 
Million at third in a 6-2 ball game. The 2-0 missing outside to pull lead. 3-0. You do not want to walk. The Central Lady Rebels two-hitter and starting center fielder. That's pretty much an automatic take of second base from Kelsey Polite, especially with Miles coming up at the plate next. The 3-0. And it misses for ball four. So Polite's on first with Miles coming up to the plate. Two down. You've got McMillian at third as well. And it's not like it gets any easier after this. If you didn't have a cleanup hitter like Cadence Cosby, you might consider walking Sydney Miles here as the runner takes off for second and Polite. Doesn't even get a challenge from anyone on Potosi as Brian just holds the ball and looks to third. And neither Lawson or Logsdon recovering. Two in scoring position. A 1 0 count to Sydney Miles. Make it 2 0. That pitch misses as well. Miles digs back into the left-handed batter's box. 2-0 pitch. Low and well outside. 3-0. Nice job by Brian to stop that one from going to the backstop. Miles just might as well get the walk here anyway. Here's the 3-0. High and inside, ball four. Miles, her second walk in a row at the plate. And that loads the bases up for Cadence Cosby and draws Mariah Coleman out of the dugout for the Potosi Lady Trojans. And she's going to bring a new pitcher into this ball game as well as Shannon Riddle will come in from left field. So we'll see a new pitcher for the Potosi Lady Trojans. As moving from right field to left field is Pritchett. Or at least she's going over to go stand with her center fielder in Hockstadter. And it is Ava Wright who will go into the outfield. So it looks like just a straight swap between Shannon Riddle in left and Ava Wright in the circle. And it is going to be Riddle taking over on the mound. Or in the circle, if you will. Book isn't closed on Ava Wright. But she does not control her destiny anymore. She lasted two and two-thirds innings pitched, faced 21 batters on 72 pitches, barely threw more strikes than balls, 37 strikes compared to 35 balls. She missed on one more. It's an even 50-50 split. Seven hits allowed in the ball game, along with six runs, all of them earned. She walked four, struck out six, hit one, ERA of 15.75, whip of 4.125. And she did leave four base runners stranded in this game. And she's hoping that Shannon Riddle can come into this game and strand at least three more as she is responsible for McMillian on third, Polite on second, Sydney Miles at first. And all Eva Wright can do is just stand and watch from left field. Going through her final warm-up tosses is Shannon Riddle, and it doesn't get any easier for her as she enters the game with the bases loaded. And the cleanup hitter for the Central Lady Rebels, Cadence Cosby, up at the plates. Single on a hard ground ball to left field and a pop-out to Jade Williams at first base. That's the day for Cosby. Two down in the bottom of the third inning, so Riddle only needs one out to erase each of those base runners. She'd keep it at a 6-2 ball game as well if she does. Favoring the first base side of the bag, the righty delivers the pitch. Gets away from the catcher, Brian, but not very far away from her. 
Rarely even makes its way out of the right-handed hitting batter's box. The count is 1-0. Cosby digs back in. Wide open stance. The 1-0. Hit hard on the ground towards second. Scooped up by the second baseman. Logs in. Throws to first. In time to get that third and final out and leave the bases loaded. And you know Ava Wright in left field loves to see that. But the Central Lady Rebels, they get a run off two hits, no errors, and again, leave the bases loaded. Potosi with Brian, Riddle, and Logsdon do up when we return after this. Six to two, your score. Central out in front of Potosi on KFMO. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. The votes have been counted. The numbers are in. The word is out. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. The best hangout is the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lennington. The gang is waiting for you, so why not join them in the bullpen? Watch the big game on one of the big screens, enjoy a delicious meal, play a round of cornhole or in the arcade room, and have fun in a family-friendly atmosphere. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lennington. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500, plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters, and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. 5, 6, and 7 due up for Potosi, finding themselves trailing by 4 to Central. 6 to 2, your score. And it's a first pitch ball from Alex Neff, who remains in the circle for the Central Lady Rebels, to Lily Bryant. Pulled on the left side, 5 hole on McClanahan. There's Miles in the hole. Long way across the diamond, goes out of the glove of Dishbine. Going to put that down as an E5, as McClanahan certainly should have had that one. I'll bring Riddle to the plate. Out of town scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door through one inning of play. They are scoreless on KFMO Sports Plus between West County and Arcadia Valley. We've got a 6-2 score here on AM 1240 KFMO between Central and Potosi. Pulled into left field and passed the diving McMillian as she couldn't make a play on it for an extra base hit. Brian rounds third. She'll get the green light to go home. The throw is offline in safely is Brian. It's a triple from Shannon Riddle. And the Potosi Lady Trojans now trail 6-3. to three.
Logston coming to the plate. First pitch to her. Pulled on the left side. With it is McClanahan. She looks back Riddle at third base, turns and throws to Dishbine at first for the out. Good recovery from McClanahan. It'll keep Prechette, or bring Prechette, rather, up to the plate. One away, top of the fourth inning. Pitch from Neff. This is low and inside for a ball. The one out. Swung and a miss. One and one. Missing for a ball. Two and one your counts. Blooper on the infield. Neff has it. Gets a bump from her third baseman, McClanahan, as they collide with each other briefly. One way or another, it's out number two. And that keeps Riddle at third base once again. Neff trying to limit the damage to just one. Here's the pitch. Pulled. Slow roller up the third baseline. McClanahan's got it to first in time, and that will do it. Well, after the leadoff, E5 and the triple all said and done. It only nets one run for the Potosi Lady Trojans as Alex Neff gets the next three outs in a row. One run, one hit, one error, and one left stranded at third. We are through three and a half innings of play. To the bottom of the fourth we go. Central the 6-3 lead over Potosi on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley says I'm here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, from Ford to Volkswagen, and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies allergies may have you in a fog but it's clear to clear here this april find your car find your payment and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now even if you owe more than it's worth we want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved you may just end up with spring fever too find your car find your payment and find yourself driving away in a newer nicer car during our spring fever sales event but hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at SismFord.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. 
1-0 count to Chloe Dishbein to lead off the bottom of the fourth inning. 6-3 your score. And the 1-0. One hopper to the plate. 2-0. Central, we got five runs in the bottom of the first inning. Since then, though, Shannon Riddle is, and Ava Wright have settled in as Ava Wright held him to just one run. Riddle came in to close out the bottom of the third inning. Hard grounder to third. King across the first in time. Out is Dishbein for out number one. Here comes Ray to the plate. 0 for 2 in the day so far. Grounded into a fielder's choice and strike out looking. Make it 0 for 3. Hammers 1 to 3rd. King handles it cleanly and throws across the first for the out. Ella McClanahan now comes to the plate. Where's pitch to her? Foul back. Count is 0 and 1. Taking on the inside part of the plate for a ball. One and one, your count. The one one pitch. Hit in the air into shallow center field. It drops down for a base hit. Ella McClanahan has reached every time she's come to the plate this game. Hit by pitch, double on a fly ball to center, single on a fly ball to center. Popped foul. Way out of play. The count is 0-1 to J.C. McMillian. I know we got a pinch hitter up, in fact. It's Kylie Peters. Swung on a miss. Down 0-2 is McClanahan. Takes second base as it gets away from the catcher. And McMillian is in the bullpen right now, catching for Zoe Ray, who's quickly warming up. Could see her enter the game here. The 0-2. Taken for a ball, and again gets away from the catcher. And McClanahan will take third. And time is called. They're out of softballs. There we go. Now plays ready to resume with a 1-2 count. Pulled foul. Peter's just way out in front of that one. Otherwise, that was a well-squared up ball. She'll dig back into the right-handed batter's box. 
the 1-2. Popped up foul territory and making its way out of play once again. one two upstairs for a ball two and two your count Two balls, two strikes. Peters, nice at bat off the bench here. Pulls it foul. Keeps it going. Two two, called strike three on the inside part of the plate, and that'll do it for the bottom of the fourth inning. No runs, a hit, no errors, and a runner left stranded at third base. And we are through four complete. Central Lady Rebels lead the Potosi Lady Trojans in the MAAA Conference Tournament quarterfinal rounds on the Parkland Sports Leader AM twelve forty KFMO. We'll actually keep things here on AM 1240 KFMO in the top of the fifth inning. It's Alex Neff who is in the circle still, and Peters takes over in left field now. So at least for now, Zoe Ray going through those warm-up tosses, she does not take over out in left or in the circle. And curious on the status of J.C. McMillian in this game. I'll have to ask Taylor Guile about it during the Bill Bass American Family Insurance post-game show. That's their starting left fielder. And with Peters having to take over in left field, another interesting factor with that is Pape stays in right field and Portel is at second base. Earlier in the year, it was Portel in left field and Peters at second base. Pitch misses for a ball, 1-0. Hockstadter lead things off for Potosi. Double on a fly ball to center field. A fly out to left field. That's her day. This is for ball two. But McMillian, back an inning ago, she had that dive attempt at the triple that was hit into left. Couldn't come down with it. As that one will get away from the catch of Cosby, 3-0. You wonder if maybe she tweaked something with that dive? If so, that's a really tough loss. The 3-0. Foul back into the netting. Count is 3-1. and one. And Neff in the circle. Settling in for the Central Lady Rebels after the first inning. Does allow a leadoff walk to Hockstadter to start the fifth. 
So far, her pitching line on the game, four innings plus. She's allowed five hits, three runs, two of them were earned, walked one, struck out two. And that's all you need from Central with the offense that they're capable of putting up on the scoreboard. You don't need a lights-out pitcher as there's one in the turf. Gets away from Cosby, and that will allow Hockstadter to easily take second base. Want to know your count. The pitch. And one misses for a ball. 2-0. 2 pitch. Hit in the air. Left center field. Going back is the center fielder. Polite, and it's over her head and down for a base hit. Miles gets the cut and will hang on to it as Hockstetter had to hold up at second base, so she only makes it to third, but King is in at second with a double. It's 190 feet all the way around the ballpark here, and that thing probably went about 188. And it comes up just shy of a home run, and we do have a new pitcher coming into the game. Zoe Ray will take over. And replace Neff. The designated player now put into the field. And we'll bring you the full pitching line from Neff. Again, four innings plus. She faced 20 batters on through 50 pitches. 32 for strikes, 18 for balls. She allowed six hits, three runs. Two of them were earned. Walked one, struck out two. ERA sits at 3.5, whip at 1.75, and is left three stranded. And much like before with Ava Wright, she's hoping a couple more will get stranded before this inning comes to a close as Zoe Ray will come into the ballgame with Hockstetter at third and King at second and nobody out in the top of the fifth inning. And the warm-up tosses are complete for Zoe Ray. So we, we'll see her set up shop in the circle. Pape again had success against Potosi when she faced them earlier this year. And it's interesting that it's Zoe Ray who Central has turned to instead of Pape. It seemed like Pape was settling in before that West County ball game as the go-to pitcher for the Central Lady Rebels. First pitch, swung it on miss. Jade Williams waves at that one. Count is 0-1. Leaning out of the way of that one is Williams. And we're all even at a ball and a strike. Jade Williams in the day so far is 1-2 for two with a home run to left field for the first two runs of the game. And she's grounded into a double play otherwise. Missing for a ball, 2-1. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. This one blooped into center field. It'll drop for a base hit. Hockstadter will score. The throw comes home, and it's a good one. And that keeps King at third, but does allow Williams to advance to second. It's a 3-4 ball game now. Lawson coming up to the plate now. 
pitch. Swung and a miss. Lawson, one for two on the day herself. Singled on a hard ground ball to left field and a fly out to right field. Neal one. Fouled straight back. Oh, and two. Zoe Ray still searching for the first out in the top of the fifth inning. And Neff can only look on from the bench as she's responsible for King at third. The 0-2. One hop to the plate. Cosby traps it. Count remains a ball and two strikes. The one-two. Fought off foul and out of play. Count remains the same. Ball and two strikes. This is a big at-bat here for Potosi. The game-tying run stands at second in Williams. You've got nobody out in the top of the fifth inning. But plenty of opportunities to get Williams home, even if it doesn't come from Lawson here. Puts a lot of pressure on Zoe Ray's shoulders. The one-two. Hit into center field. That'll plate at least one. It'll probably bring home the game-tying run, and it will. It's a bases-clearing double for Gracie Lawson, and we're knotted at six-all. Just a line-drive double to the right center field gap. Goes to the fence. By the time Poli got it back in, there was no chance to have a play at the plate. Brings Lily Bryant to the dish. She's 0 for 2 so far. Pop out to center field and hit a grounder, but reached on an error by McClanahan. First pitch to her and her third time through is a strike. Bryant digs back in. Fought off foul. Count is 0-2. Ray searching for that elusive first out in the top of the fifth. Fought back foul. Count remains 0-2. And now the go-ahead run stands at second base with Gracie Lawson. The shortstop for the Potosi Trojans. 0-2 pitch, here it comes. Hit into center field. Poli coming on strong. A diving. Miles can't get it. And Miles, after diving, trips up Poli. The throw comes in. Having a weight on it was Lawson, so she can only make it to third, but it's a bloop infield double for Lily Bryan. Or bloop shallow center field double, rather. Still nobody out in the top of the fifth inning. And here comes Taylor Guile. Alexia Pape has done some pitching for Central this year. And you wonder if they'll bring her into the game to replace Zoe Ray. They haven't yet. Guile with a brief conversation with her entire infield. And this is on the shoulders of Zoe Ray. Still nobody out in the top of the fifth inning with Riddle coming to the plate. 
Riddle digs into the right-handed batter's box. Two for two on the day so far. This is the last person you want to see up at the plate with the game-tying run at third. Single on a pop fly to left field and a triple on a fly ball to left field. That's the day so far. Fouled back. Count is 0-1. Pitch to Riddle. Outside part of the plate, misses for a ball. Excuse me, counts now 1-2. and two. There's the 1-2 pitch. Outside missing for a ball. We've seen two strike counts before from Zoe Ray. She just doesn't today have that pitch to put away these Potosi hitters. Potosi's already gotten three in this inning to tie the game up. Looking for one more to take the lead. Slow roller up the line towards third. McClanahan looks the runner back. And now they've got a rundown. In between second, third and home is Lawson, but Brian will scamper back to second base as she was in the back pocket of Lawson at third base. Not reading the situation, just running on contact. And all said and done, it's a ground out. No one advances. There's still a 6-6 ball game with one away. Called strike, low outside corner to Logsdon, who's 0 for 2. Strikeout swinging and a ground out. Neil one. Oh, and that got her. Got Logsdon on the lead leg. And she'll make her way up the first baseline, and the bases are loaded in the top of the fifth inning for Mackenzie Pritchett. 0 for 2 in the day so far. Hard ground out in the hole to Miles, and a pop out to the pitcher. Zoe Ray remains in the circle for the Central Lady Rebels as the infield comes in. A 6-6 ball game. Lawson, the go-ahead run, stands at third, only one out. Pritchett up at the plate. First pitch to her high and outside for a ball, 1-0. The 1-0. Called a strike in the outside part of the plate. One and one. Slightly closed stance from Pritchett. Now she opens it up. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Takes it low and inside for a ball. Two balls, one strike. We've got Lawson at third. Bryan at second. Logs in at first. The 2-1. Ooh, that one was outside by quite a bit, but getting the favorable call is Zoe Ray. And the count is 2-2. Two and two. That was about to make it 3-1. That was a generous strike call from the home plate umpire. Here's the 2-2. Two, two. Swung on and missed strike three. Pritchett might have gotten a piece of it, but it doesn't matter. Cosby held on to it. And that brings Ava Wright to the plate. She's no longer in line for the loss with this game tied up at six all, but can be a hero at the plate today if she can come through with a base hit. Infield backs up for Central. First pitch low. Cosby, nice job trapping it. 
Been a couple pitches low in the zone here that she's been able to pounce on and prevent from going past her, not even giving Lawson a chance at scampering home. The 1 0. In there for a strike, 1 and 1. Bases are loaded. Lawson at third represents the go ahead run. The 1 1. Blooper foul and out of play. Down is a ball and two strikes. Things could really snowball here. If Ava Wright's able to reach safely, even if it just brings home the go-ahead run and only that run, you've got Hockstetter in the top of the order due up next. The one-two popped up behind home plate out of play and into the stands. Almost smashed someone's cell phone. That landed about six inches to the left of an iPhone. Count is one and two. Bases loaded. Here's the payoff pitch. Pulled foul up the third base line. That thing was well struck by Ava Wright, but she just got a little out ahead of it. She stays square with that. All these loaded bases, they might be cleared. Ava Wright will dig back into the right-handed batter's box. Zoe Ray has gotten two of the three outs she needs this inning to escape danger. She needs just one more. The one-two. High and outside, missing four ball. Two balls, two strikes. The two-two. Swung and a miss. Big strike three from Zoe Ray to get the final out and end the top of the fifth inning. But the Potosi Trojans erase the three-run deficit. They get three runs themselves off of four hits. No errors. But the bases are left loaded. Central with Pape, Portel, Polite all due up when we return after this on AM 1240. KFMO in a 6-6 ball game. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. We'll let home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. 
Hard ground ball right back to Shannon Riddle. And on one pitch, we got one out in the bottom of the fifth inning. That brings the top of the order up to the plate with Alexis Portel. Portel, the left-handed batter's box, shows bunt, and it's fouled off. Count is 0-1. We'll see if the Central Lady Rebels go back to some small ball here. We saw it from them back in the first inning to get the first run home. You know, one. Upstairs for a ball. Ball and a strike. Riddle still in the circle for Potosi, delivers the pitch. Little excuse me swing and poking it into left field is Alexis Portel for a leadoff single. That brings Kelsey Poli to the plate. With one on and one out in the bottom of the fifth inning in a 6-6 ball game. Potosi getting three runs in the top of the fifth to tie us up. Bunt shown, barrel pulled back, throw down to second, offline, and it gets into center field. Portel pops up out of second base, but she stays there as backing up is Hockstetter in center field. Pitch is taken for a ball, count is 1-0. and Poli digs in, 1-0. Blooper, shallow center field, out of the reach of Logsdon at second base. She's got it on a bounce, though. Throw to third, not in time. And in the second on the throw is Kelsey Poli with the speed. That brings Miles to the plate. You might fault Logsdon for making that throw into third, but they had a chance at getting Portel. Slightly stronger throw, and she might be gunned down at third base because she had to wait and see if Logsdon was going to make a play on it. So she got quite a late jump. There's the pitch. This is high and outside for a ball to Sidney Miles. Now here's the opportunity, if any, if you were going to intentionally walk Sidney Miles. She's been walked unintentionally twice through this game so far. Otherwise, slapped a double to deep left center field. That's her day. Slaps this one right back up the middle and into center field for a base hit. One run will score. Central retakes the lead. Two runs scores. Beating out the tag is Poli. It's a two RBI single for Sydney Miles as she advances to second on the throw. And Central has regained the lead eight to six. That brings Cosby up to the plate. Central with only one out. They're not looking to stop at just two runs here in this bottom of the fifth. Big wide open stance again from Cosby. And she pulls on the left side under the glove of the shortstop Lawson as she can't reach it and into left center field for a base hit. Miles scores with ease as she's off on contact. And it's a 9-6 lead regained by the Central Lady Rebels. Brings Dishbine up to the plate. She's one for three so far. Singled on a hard ground ball to third. Strikeout swinging and a ground out to third as well. And Mariah Coleman out having a conversation with her team in the circle. 
bottom of the first inning. Central has already plated three after Potosi got the first batter out. The top of the order came up for Central against Riddle and have hit her hard throughout this inning so far. And all the momentum that was at the backs of the Potosi Lady Trojans. They had tied this game up at 6-6. They had a, the bases loaded. And only one out as well with the bases loaded. But back-to-back -back strikeouts from Zoe Ray to end the top half of the fifth inning has taken second base as Cosby. Throw gets away from the shortstop Lawson but rolls towards third base. So Cosby not going to dare it. Counts 1-0. Dishbein, slightly open stance, playing up in the box. 1-0 to her. Low and outside, got the corner, called a strike. Counts now 1-1. One one. Cosby singling out where the catcher is aligned. Outside, popped up towards the shortstop, Lawson. She's got it. And there's two down in the bottom of the fifth inning. Brings Zoe Ray to the plate. Ray digs in, and the pitch to her. High and outside, missing for a ball. Zoe Ray really stepped up at the end of that top of the fifth inning. It was tough sledding for her early on, but got those timely strikeouts to get the bats up for the Central Lady Rebels. Oh, we're going to have some interference on the left-hand side. Out is Cosby as she collides with Lawson, who's trying to make a play on the ball. And that will do it for the bottom of the fifth inning. But the Central Lady Rebels regain the lead. They get three runs off of four hits, no errors, and they leave one stranded on base. We're through five complete. Nine to six, your score. Central out in front of Potosi on AM 1240 KFMO. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin, Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. We won't be beat. Placid Tire Service is the low-price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on a comparable tire, we'll match it with our low-price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Placid Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Placid Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Placid Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Placid Tire Service. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. 
Top of the sixth inning we go. Inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agents Mike Sonscraw in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Top of the order up for the Potosi Lady Trojans, Hockstadter, King, and Williams. Zoe Ray remains in the circle for the Central Lady Rebels, now working with a three-run lead, 9-6 to six your score. One hopper to the plate from her. Want to know your count. Peters remains in left field for Central as well, so Stacey McMillian was re-entered into the game. Pitch misses on the inside for a ball, 2-0. On the day so far, one for two is Hockstetter. Is this one fouled off? Double on a fly ball to center field, a fly out to left field, and a walk. That's her evening so far. Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door brings that to you. Out at Challenger Field in St. Genevieve, home of the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors, the uh, Central or the West County Lady Bulldogs lead the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers eight to nothing through two innings of play. The Lady Bulldogs bring 13 batters to the plate in the second, and all but five of them came around to score. It's 2-2. Foul back. Count remains the same. We're talking baseball and, and softball as well about how the quote-unquote save situation might not always be the final inning. This right here kind of feels like the biggest inning for the Central Lady Rebels to get out of. There's a good start to Miles on first. Throw to first, or on on short, excuse me. The throw to first was low from Miles, but a nice scoop from Dishbine, keeping her foot on the bag, erases what would have been an error otherwise, and there's one away in the top of the sixth. Brings Danielle King to the plate. And you've got the top of the order up here. It's a three-run ball game. Even if they don't get all three runs here, if Potosi's able to get a little something out of this inning, that's huge for their chances of coming back in this contest, I think. But if Central can get a 1-2-3 inning, you get through the sixth inning clean, and then in the seventh, Potosi would have 4, 5, and 6 due up. I think that's why this is the biggest inning of the game here from the Central Lady Rebels perspective, and I guess from Potosi's as well. And therefore, strike, 1-1 one and one the count to King. The pitch. Way upstairs. Look out, Cosby. To jump way up to try to snatch that one. Count now two and one. Zoe Ray with the pitch. Look out. That's going to get King in the back. Right dead center on the number seven that she sports. And that puts Williams up at the plate. And Lawson's on deck representing the game-tying run. She was the runner left stranded at third in inning ago as the go-ahead run. And Jade Williams, what a day she's had so far. Homer on a fly ball to left field, grounded into a double play, and single on a fly ball to center field. Fouls this one back. Count is 0-1. The 0-1, low and away, missing for a ball, 1-1. One one. You've got Williams up at the plate with King at first. 
in a three-run ball game, 9-6 Central leads. Fought back foul, 1-2. and two. Sun going down here in St. Genevieve. Lights are on at Leon's Field. As Ray digs in. And delivers the 1-2 pitch. In the turf for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. The 2-2 pitch to King. Fought off foul. Count remains 2-2. Two and two. Ray trying to make it a quick work. Top of the sixth inning. As that one will miss on the outside part of the plate for a ball. Count is full, 3-2. and two. A walk here puts the game-tying run up at the plate once again. And hit by pitch. Would have been ball four anyway. Williams unable to get out of the way of it. And that brings the game-tying run to the plate. In Gracie Lawson. Gracie Lawson had the double on a line drive to center field her last time up. To score, Daniel King and Jade Williams to tie the game up. Throw down to second. Out at second base. King got picked off. Pitch missed for a ball. Cosby from home plate threw it to second in time to pick off Daniel King. Well, so much for that situation that I was setting up as it was a similar situation an inning ago when Lawson tied this game up at 6-all. There's no chance of getting her here, of getting the t game tied up here off the bat of Lawson. It is now a check down at first base, and Williams is sliding back in time. But Cosby erases that potential of Lawson tying the game up twice. Pitch misses high and outside for a ball. 2-0 your count. Or 3-0, excuse me. Maybe not Lawson doing it, but on deck for the Potosi Lady Trojans is Lily Bryan. She'd love to take a crack at tying this game up in the sixth inning. Swung on and miss. Green light with a 3-0 count for Gracie Lawson. And she waves at the fastball behind on it from Zoe Ray. Three and one your count. That was a good pitch to swing at as well. That was right in her wheelhouse, just a little behind on it. Fights this one off foul, and good job from Zoe Ray to run the count back full. Three and two. Ray. With a 3-1. Misses low for a ball. It would have been a bases loaded situation. But instead, it's two on, two out in the top of the sixth inning. With Lily Bryan coming to the plate. And now she, like Lawson when her at-bat began, represents the game-tying run. 9-6 to six your score. Williams at second. Lawson at first. Pitch. Sliced foul. Just a little behind on that fastball upstairs was Bryan. 
Count is 0-1. Pitch, fought off foul, 0-2. Zoe Ray again, she's gotten a number of two-strike counts against these Potosi Lady Trojan batters. Around the game so far, to show for it, she's got just two strikeouts. The 0-2, pulled on the left-hand side, foul. Joey Ray's thrown 56 pitches. 33 of them have been for strikes so far. And the count is 0-2 once again. Hit in the air. Center field. Poli comes on. She's got it in the right center field gap for the third and final out. And once again, Zoe Ray gets the timely out when she needs it most. And all said and done. No runs. No hits. No errors. And two runners are left stranded by the Potosi Lady Trojans. We are through five and a half innings of play to the bottom of the six is where we go. Nine to six your score. Central leads in the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted. Your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Pop fly up the first baseline. Jade Williams tumbles and it pops out of her glove. And safe at first base is McClanahan as Williams is helped to her feet. She had to go a long way backpedaling to get that one, so I'll just call it in a single from McClanahan. And Central has an insurance run standing on first base with Kylie Peters coming to the plate. Strikeout looking in her first at-bat. It was a good one, though. Bunts up the third baseline, but well foul. The count is 0-1 to Peters. Peters, again, came in for J.C. McMillian, who might have been hurt as Peters replaced McMillian after she dove for a line drive up the line in left field. The 0-1 as Bunt is shown once again. Missing it is Peters. The count is 0-2. We'll see if Peters has the green light to punt 
or bunt rather, with the count 0-2. We saw Polite back in the first inning foul out trying to bunt. The 0-2. Way outside, throwaway pitch from Riddle is calling for it that far outside was the catcher, Brian. Just trying to see if you can get the batter, Peters, to chase away. She doesn't. And the count's 1-2. Here's the pitch. Swung on and miss. In the turf as Brian drops it, but with a runner at first, you can't take off for first base. And with one down in the bottom of the sixth inning, that brings Pape to the plate. Single on a hard ground ball to center field, strikeout swinging, and a ground out to Gracie Lawson at short. That's the day so far for Pape. Pitch to her. Bunt shown. Barrel pulled back. Goes off the tip of the glove of the catcher. Lily Bryan into the backstop. McClanahan with that will take second base. A wild pitch as that one was way upstairs. Even Bryan jumping out of her stance. Couldn't get it. Count is 1-0 to Pape. Here's the pitch. Fouled back into the netting. One ball, one strike your count. Central. If they can get Pape to reach safe here, they got a good opportunity to add to their three-run lead as we've got the top of the order due up once again, and that's the part of the order that really knocked Shannon Riddle around pretty good an inning ago to get three runs back. One hopper to the plate, gets away from the catcher. Brian advancing another bag is McClanahan. This time it's a wild pitch, and the count is two and one. Two and two as it's fouled off. Here's Riddle with the 2-2 pitch. Right back up the middle. Riddle knocks it down. That momentarily keeps McClanahan at third, and it will the whole way as Riddle throws over to first. Williams has it and walks McClanahan across the diamond at third, back to the bag. There's two down in the bottom of the sixth inning. Nice play from Riddle to knock it down, but have the wherewithal to stay with it and keep an eye on McClanahan at third. And now... Mariah Coleman will come out and have a conversation with the home plate umpire. She brought out the Game Changers scorebook as well. Did Central bat out of order? That was just Pape that was up at the plate. And it's Portel who's up here. And they're still discussing behind home plate whatever the issue is. The situation here is you've got a runner at third with two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. If you're trying to argue that they batted out of order, Pape's already out. And now Portel will make her way away from the left-handed batter's box and over to Taylor Guile up the third baseline. And now the home plate umpire is going to go relay the 
spark notes of that conversation to Taylor Guile, the head coach of the Central Lady Rebels. I'm still curious as to just what this conversation was about. Is it about how McClanahan made it over to third base? That was on the wild pitch. It wasn't anything fouled off on. That would be the only explanation as to why it took so long for this conversation to arise. And that'll bring Portell up to the plate. Outside part of the plate misses four ball. Count is 1-0. and The pitch outside part of the plate misses for ball two, 2-0. Two One way or another, play is resumed, and you've got Portell up at the plate, who is having a nice game at the leadoff spot. Two for three so far. They single on a bunt and a single on a fly ball to left field. Count now sits two and one. Otherwise, she walked in her second at bat and grounded out in the third at bat. The two one from Riddle. Bunt shown. It's dropped down right in front of home plate, and a beauty of a bunt from Portel as she is on at first base with a drag bunt single. That is a textbook bunt from Portel. Pulls the barrel around late. Defense wasn't ready for it and just placed it with perfection too. Just a few feet in front of home plate. Enough where by the time Brian got to it, there was no play to make it first base. Now that brings Kelsey Poley to the plate, who's one for three. First pitch for a look out. Has to dance out of the way of that one. It goes to the backstop. McClanahan doesn't break for home, but Portell has second. Count is one and oh. The pitch. High and outside for a ball. Two and oh. If you walk Kelsey Poley and put her on here, this goes back to what I said before, a golden opportunity for the Central Lady Rebels. They're already up by three, but you'll have some good speed in the base paths with three, four, and five in the order due up. Bloop foul just out of the reach of Jade Williams. You got McClanahan at third, Portell at second, and that would put Poli, the center fielder, with good speed at first. Two and one, your count. Here's the pitch from Riddle. Golfed into shallow center field. It'll drop down for a base hit. McClanahan scores. Portell off on contact scores. It's a two-RBI single from Kelsey Poli to bring home some insurance for the Central Lady Rebels, and they now lead 11-6. to six. Here's an opportunity for some more. Sydney Miles coming to the plate. Two for two on the day is Miles. Double on a fly ball to the left field. 
pair of walks, singled on a hard ground ball up the middle to center field. Takes the first pitch, ball 1-0. and The 1-0 pitch, outside 2-0. Got Polite with good speed at first base. Haven't sent her yet. But again, it's a question of do you want to take the bat out of the hands of Sidney Miles with two outs in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch misses inside 3-0 and probably don't even want to risk it here with how they've kind of been pitching around Miles throughout this game. When the Potosi Lady Trojans come up in the bottom of the sixth inning, they'll have 6, 7, and 8 due up in the order. Riddle, Logsdon, and Pritchett. As there's ball four to Sydney Miles, and they will be responsible for sparking what the Potosi Lady Trojans hope to be a five-run rally, at least five runs as it stands right now. Central's not quite done yet. They've got two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. And two on for Cadence Cosby, who's coming to the dish. Two for four on the day is Cosby. A pair of singles to left field on some ground balls that found holes in the infield. Just popped out the first and grounded out the second. That's her evening. First pitch to her. And this fifth at bat. This is upstairs for a ball, 1-0. and Riddle. Working in relief for Potosi. Delivers the pitch. Missing high and outside for a ball. 2-0. Even if you put Cosby on, it doesn't get any easier. Dishbein is up next. A 2-0. Pulled on the left side under the glove of Daniel King and into left field for a base hit. Polite stops at third. They're not going to try the arm of Ava Wright in left field. And it's a bases-loading single from Cadence Cosby. Well, Coach Becky Keim of the St. Genevieve Dragons said it to me pregame during our chat that the difference turf versus dirt is how much faster it plays on turf. And that got to Daniel King in a hurry. Chloe Dishbein digs into the right-handed batter's box. 1-0. Popped up behind us out of play. Dishbein will dig back in. With the bases loaded, pulling on third, Miles on second. Cosby at first. Neil one pulled through on the left side for a base hit. Scooped up by Ava Wright. One run scores. Two run scores. Sliding home is Sydney Miles. It's a two RBI double from Chloe Dishbein. Thirteen to six, your score. Central running away in the late innings here in the bottom of the sixth. Brings Zoe Ray up to the plate. Off the tip of the glove of Brian into the backstop. Cosby slides in safely. She'll score. Dishbein goes to third. And the Central Lady Rebels are now up 14-6 on the wild pitch. 1-0 the count to Zoe Ray. Still got Dishbein in third. 
Open stance for Ray. Hits it hard on the ground towards short. Lawson snags it to first. And that will finally stop the bleeding for the Potosi Lady Trojans and end the bottom of the sixth inning mercifully. But the Central Lady Rebels get five insurance runs off of five hits, one error, and they leave one stranded on third base. To the seventh we go. Last chance for the Potosi Lady Trojans. Riddle, Logsdon, and Pritchett have to erase a 14-6 deficit on AM 1240 KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Top of the seventh inning, 14-6, your score, and already one out. Riddle, first pitch she sees, she pops it into shallow right field. Alexis Portel tracks it down, and there's one down in the top of the seventh. Here comes Logsdon to the plate. The pitch, sliced back foul. Count is 0-1. And credit to Zoe Ray. She came into a tough situation back in the fifth inning. She allowed the game-tying run to come home and score, but... He's really settled in since then. Scoreless frame in the sixth, and he's got one quick out here to start the seventh. This is low and away with the ball. One ball and one strike your count to Logsdon. Her day so far, she's 0 for 2. Strikeout swinging, ground out to third, and has been hit by a pitch. The 1-1. One, one. Ooh, almost got hit by a pitch again. 2-1. and one. Out-of-town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door brings that to you. And your final in four, the West County Lady Bulldogs down the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers. Gracie Wright, three for three with two RBIs in the game, 15-0 after four. Hot shot towards short. Miles has it. Quickly to first. In time, and there are two down. It doesn't matter how hard you hit it at Sydney Miles. As long as it's within her range, she'll make it look easy. That's the second hot shot that direction. The first one she was able to turn two on. That one she probably could have turned two on as well if there was a runner at first base. And it brings Pritchett up to the dish. Ray pitched to her. Pritchett with two outs. Last chance for the Potosi Lady Trojans. And misses four ball and the count's one to no. 
pitch from Ray. That gets Pritchett. Doesn't make a great effort to get out of the way of that one, but didn't get in the way of it. I'll bring Ava Wright to the plate. Stay disciplined. That's what her head coach, Mariah Coleman, tells her here as she digs in. Yeah, Pritchett at first, representing one of the eight runs Potosi needs if they want to keep this game going at least to the bottom of the seventh. Snap throw down to first. Oh, it almost picked off at first base was Pritchett. Don't even risk it against Cadence Cosby. Don't do that whole you're going to stand off the first base bag and dare a throw down because as we've seen through this game, she'll beat you. The 1-0 inside part of the plate missing for a ball. Zoe Ray with the 2-0 pitch. 3-0, that one way outside. Even trying to frame it was Cosby, but she's definitely not going to get that call. Got a runner at first, two outs, bottom of the seventh, and a good opportunity for Potosi. Their odds will increase if they get a runner on here, and they will on a walk. No, there's a strike. I thought that missed downstairs. Here's a 3-1 from Ray. Hit in the air. Center field. Poli settles. She's got it. For the third and final out to end the ball game. And the Central Lady Rebels, after seeing their lead erased and a game tied at 6-6, they put up eight unanswered to end the ball game 14-6. We head to the Bill Bass American Family Insurance post-game show. Coming up after this, Sunday, AM 1240, KFMO.